what is the greatness of God? It consists in this attention to the enslaved, in this commitment to delivery from oppression. This is Chapter, Verse, and Season, a lectionary podcast from Yale Bible Study. Join us each week as Yale Divinity School professors look at an upcoming text from the Revised Common Lectionary. I'm your host, Natalie Owens-Pike, Yale Divinity School Class of 2023, and in this episode, we have Jennifer Hurt, Gilbert L. Stark, Professor of Christian Ethics at Yale Divinity School, and Jerry Wells, Director of the Educational Leadership and Ministry Program at Yale Divinity School. They're discussing Psalm 145, verses 1 through 8, which is appointed for the 17th Sunday after Pentecost in year A. Let's take a listen. Psalm 145, verses 1 through 8. I will extol you, my God and King, and bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you and praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. His greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall extol your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. They will recount the glorious splendor of your majesty, and on your wondrous works I will meditate. They will proclaim the might of your awesome deeds, and I will declare your greatness. They shall celebrate the fame of your abundant goodness and shall sing aloud of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. The Psalms are, you know, such an interesting challenge. They express such a range of of human emotions. And what I like about this one is that it is, in a certain sense, the most psalm-like of psalms. It It is all about praise, explicitly and exuberantly so. What do you make of the um, the nature of this this language of, of praise here? Yeah, I mean, I think what really sticks out to me is we get this praise of the glorious works of God, the mighty works, the glorious splendor of Your Majesty, the, the even the might of your, of Thy terrible acts, right? So there's that's how the psalm opens with praise for these works, but then to me the core sentences here are are the verses, the Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. So we get this this turn from the glorious, mighty, macho works of God, right, to gracious and merciful, slow to anger. And I think this, this term, steadfast love, is such an important one, not just in the Psalms, but more broadly within the Hebrew Bible. This is the heart of the revelation of who Yahweh ultimately is. In Hebrew, this is hesed. This is God's faithfulness to the chosen people. This is God who has delivered them from slavery. I think the the original hearers of this psalm hear in this mention, even just a bare mention of this mercy and graciousness of God and, and God's steadfast love, they hear the whole history of the people of Israel. They hear 
the story of the Exodus, the deliverance from slavery. And so even though this psalm is not doesn't have any historical references in it, it, it sounds like it's, it's, it's kind of generic praise that you could do in any context. I think that, that we, along with those original hearers, should hear this reference. Well, what is the greatness of God? It consists in this attention to the enslaved, in this commitment to delivery from oppression, and that those who follow, those who praise this God, need to also be following God's own steadfast love. That the the invitation into the covenant is an invitation into a relationship with this kind of God that delivers. So, in that relationship, this, of course, is the great story of, of Hebrew scriptures, is the relationship between the people of Israel and Yahweh. In that relationship, what is the role of praise? Do we emphasize praise because God needs to be praised? Because we hear so often, you know, basically God saying to his people, do you think I need your sacrifices? Do you think I need your flattery? So, what's the role of praise in general as as an act of worship. We can certainly appreciate God and God's power. We can certainly obey God's law. We can certainly feel His divine presence in our life. But there's something very explicit about praising, extolling, shouting. What do you think that's about? I mean, why do we, why is that such a central part of this aspect of worship and relationship? When it truly is, it is the central act of worship, Mm -hmm. right? Is praise. I mean, does God need our praise? No, I can't imagine God, God needs our praise. I tend to think of it as this is transformative for us. This is something that we need. We are creatures who who need to praise God. To, to be human is to be lucky enough to be the kind of creature capable of grasping creation as creation and glorifying God for that. There's also a, the discipline of engaging in praise, even when you don't feel very full of praise. So there's something powerful about being able to be in this tradition for which the Psalms are, are are present. They're part of our heritage. We can pray with the Psalms even when we don't feel full of praise. I don't know if you have thoughts about what that does. Well, I think it, among other things, is a discipline that reminds us of how great the divine is, that we live our lives in our very limited spheres and our immediate relationships, our daily needs, etc., And on the other end of the scale is the sheer magnitude beyond our comprehension of the divine. And that the act of praise puts us into that place of saying, you are great and mighty and awesome and everything. And it takes us out of us. We're not asking for something. We're not praying for personal deliverance. We're not asking for favors. We're not praying for healing of sicknesses. We are just focused on the magnitude of God's existence which is very easy, I think, to forget in our quotidian lives. Yeah, so there's really an ecstatic character to praying the Psalms. And sometimes that's just what we most need to be relieved of ourselves for a moment or two. Absolutely. Thank you for listening. And thank you to our professors for your insights on this scripture. The transcript of this audio and lots more Bible study resources are available at YaleBibleStudy.org. Chapter, Verse, and Season is a production of the Center for Continuing Education at Yale Divinity School. 
and is produced by creator and managing editor Joel Baden, production manager Kelly Morrissey, associate producer Aidan Stoddart, executive producer Helena Martin, and me, your host, Natalie Owens-Pike. Mixing on today's episode and our theme music are by Calvin Linderman. We'll be back with another conversation from chapter, verse, and season. <laughs>